0: The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at PodcastAccelerator.com.
1: Shorzy and the Bulldogs are feeling the pain from another lost 20th in the campaign. While Nat thinks of folding, Shorzy's plan is a bold one to make sure the Bulldogs never lose a game.
0: Tanya, you ready? Yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah. Matt, you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah. Victor, you ready? It's not a goldfish.
1: Good, because you're going.
0: Yeah.
2: That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. <laughs> what do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and dorrance podcast. The produce stand.
3: Ah, uh, fucking sexy.
0: It's Taco Tuesday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. But now we are also paying tribute to Shore Z. I don't know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts of a lot of Kenny out there, uh, but this one is never going to lose again. I'm Al, your host. And joining me in the room, as always, is a lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the Violent Victor. And joining us tonight, he's a professor, which makes him far too smart to, f- to be in this group. He likes cooking, lakes, forests, silly conversations with his son and his wife. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please join me in making some noise for Robbie.
2: Wondrous. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait,
4: wait. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I regret nothing.
0: Welcome to the Produce Stand, Robbie. This is your first time on an episode. You've been, you know, at egg and uh, and um after parties and stuff before, but this is your first time as a panelist. Welcome.
5: Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be here. I I forgot that you do that sort of intro. That <laughs> threw me a bit.
1: <laughs> well, there. You, well, <laughs> you we, forget?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, well, you need you need your intro. I thought I feel like we would have cheated you out of your intro. So, <laughs> Um, you know, remind everybody, where are you speaking to us from today?
5: Uh, currently my temporary home in Bowlesburg, Pennsylvania.
0: Okay. Temporary because,
5: uh, my wife and I are on sabbatical this semester. Mm -hmm. So we're spending the the semester working at Penn state university. Um, in about a month, we'll go back to, uh, back West. to work at Washington state university.
0: Oh, very cool. So are you looking forward to getting, getting back West?
5: Yeah. Uh, I, I am ready to get out of this humidity. I was going to say it's
0: probably less humid over there.
5: (laughs) Much, much less humid. uh, And I I miss my own house and particularly my own kitchen. Um, So, yeah.
0: Very good. Uh, So where did you discover or when did you discover Letterkenny? Uh,
5: I I think it was summer 2019. So the show had already started and Mm -hmm. I had not heard of it. Um, And I walked into a buddy's house and his roommate was watching Letterkenny. And he said something like, Oh, you're watching this again. And I I looked at it, I said, What is this? And it it looked interesting. Um, I feel like maybe especially early on, there was something about the lighting mm-hmm. and maybe even the, the color saturation that it just had a different look to it. Right. Um, and I, I was surprised that I had, I was totally unaware of it. Um, because I'm obsessed with all things comedy. Um and uh we went, we left there, went back to the Airbnb we were staying in. And they had Hulu and I immediately started watching it and, right. um, and then very quickly watched the entire series.
0: That's amazing. Uh, when did you start with uh, this podcast? When did you f- discover us?
5: I feel like it was pretty recent. I think in the winter, mm-hmm. maybe. Like I feel like, winter.
0: yeah, I feel like you're right. Yeah. It was pretty recent,
5: it, which is another thing. It's funny because not only did it take me a while to be aware of letter but I, I didn't know this podcast existed. And the other thing I'm obsessed with is podcasts. Oh. So I can't, can't believe it took me so long um, to find it. But the nice thing is when you find something that already exists, you get to binge a whole bunch of it all at once. Right. Uh, before mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm.
0: up, so. so when you caught up, were you like, ah, oh, crap. Now I got to wait every week.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's always <laughs> like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very good.
0: Well, uh, so we're going to, you know, How are you now? get to know uh, our weeks and the lineup tonight is Al, Victor, Tanya, Matt, and our guest, Rob, you will have the last word. So we start with me. Um, my week. So unfortunately, today we were supposed to have a, a an interview with Darren Rose, but that didn't happen. Uh, he he got called as a last minute uh, replacement for somebody else for, and he had to fly to Arizona. So, but he's very apologetic, and he's he's asked you know, or he said that he'll he'll join us next week. So we're going to reschedule that. Uh, my week's been a little less hectic now that uh, yes, we were open is is done. Season two is done. But it's still pretty busy because today I was actually prepping for three podcasts, one for work and then the interview with Darren and and this one tonight because uh, I only found out about Darren, you know, halfway through the day. So it's been kind of hectic, but uh, it's been all right. You know, I can't complain. I'm, I'm podcasting, so no one no one's going to listen to me complain. I also started watching the new Star Trek. Uh, There's a strange new world, I think it's called. And it's really, really good. I highly recommend it. If uh, you're a Star Trek fan, check it out. Uh there's a, some letter Kenny connections in there. Bradley is in the first episode. Uh, and so is, uh, Mrs. McMurray. Obviously they're not playing those characters, but, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. And, um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. So Victor, how are you?
6: Uh, I'm pretty good. A little tired. i one of those, uh, 6am to 6pm days. And then, uh, when you, you told us that the, uh, uh, podcast was gonna be moved. I thought I'd go for a run and then the D called me up and said, Hey, can you do this one extra thing for me? <laughs> so I did and uh and then I went for my run. So just came back in time for this podcast and uh and and I'm here. Uh so you know pretty good. Not complaining. It's all good. And um uh we my uh Linda and I started watching Stranger Things. So we're already ah. halfway through that one and uh uh, it's it's everything that you expected. All the tropey uh, uh, '80s uh, nostalgia, which is Perfect. the reason we watch it. And,
4: yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. uh, you
6: know. So if you like that, you'll. If you like the previous seasons, you'll enjoy this one. If you thought it was too goofy, then you'll probably still think that. So. Um,
0: no, yeah, I've been for looking sure. forward to it. Yeah. Like uh, they've been, it feels like they've been off for a long time, though. I guess
6: they were, they yeah. were. But, it, but and and then you know, the everyone was concerned that oh, they're going to get too big, and they they made it work. Everything's it's it's a it's, it's a first class production,
0: I right? Think. Some oh, of those good. some That's, of those actors will look yeah. much older with a couple of years, yeah, right? They
6: made it. Well, yeah, it's not an issue. They no. made it work, uh, and okay. it's just it's it's written well. It's mm-hmm. shot well. It's just it's just a super. A super pro. I mean, there's, you know, the money they're throwing at that show, I'm sure is incredible. So, right. um, anyway, so yeah, uh, definitely recommend it if that, if you already have, have been enjoying it.
0: Yes. Bob, I mean, we, we loved the first, was it, this is season four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tanya and I love the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're definitely going to watch it once, once we have some time, yeah. uh, Sounds
3: Tanya. Good. Um. Well, we're only on Tuesday, but I must say I'm already very discombobulated. <laughs> yeah. um, I love that word, by the way. <laughs> it's a great word. I, I learned use it in it an elevator years ever ago. I can. I love it. I, I, I use that word, especially for, uh, awesome who uses words that go over my head sometimes. So that's my big one. That's all I can share. (laughs) That's, that's the top of my, my game on the, on the word salads. Anyways. Um, yeah, we're on Tuesday, but it's, it's a, it's a messed up week. We've got a PA day thrown on a Thursday this week, which is just absolutely uncalled for preposterous. (laughs) I'm going to use preposterous on that one. (laughs) Yeah. For some unknown reason, the school board gave us a Thursday PA day, which makes absolutely no sense. Which means
0: most of the parents are keeping their kids out of school for the Friday as well. So it's just a long weekend for the kids, (laughs) not for the parents.
3: Yeah, we've got uh, cousins coming over, a mm-hmm. uh, family of five. So the house is going to get real full, real fast. Um, and uh, they've got the PAD on the Friday, which makes sense. And uh, so they, they're they heading into town um, in the afternoon. So just preparing for that. And uh, oh, there,
1: there's... There's yeah. a comment about what's a PA day.
0: Right. Is so. Not
3: oh. a thing in the States?
0: Well, maybe it's called something different. A PA day or a teacher, it's a professional activity day, or they also call yeah. them PD days, professional development days. Uh, they're just days off for the kids, but the teachers have to go in and, I don't know, work on lesson plans or, or probably just drink in the lounge. It's, you know, uh, I mean, Robbie.
5: Well, a, but, a lot of times um, they're called in-service days. Oh, okay. In school districts that I've been around. Yeah. And so you,
3: school, uh, kids are off, but teachers are in, yeah. working on something.
5: Yeah, the yeah. teachers say we've got to do some things. Figure it out. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's your kids. <laughs> yeah, be a parent today. Yeah.
3: yeah. So yeah, that's that's what PD. Is. So um, PD.
0: Yeah, that's the other word.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're we're um, yeah just getting ready. Like it's June first tomorrow, which is crazy. Uh, so we've got a month left of school and, uh, then going headed into, to summer. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, I, oh, I pitched my, um, itinerary for our trip and, uh, that went really well. I got uh gold stars on that one.
0: She got sign off after the yeah. first presentation. So that's, that's unheard of. Yeah.
3: Uh, I, I love my spreadsheets and I love my pre-plans. So we're, we're uh, hire me, to, hire me, please.
0: To, to, to fill people in. We're, go- we're going to Newfoundland for 10 days in, in uh, August. Nice. Uh, and, um, and, and ten- we're and
3: we're driving and we're taking an RV around yeah. Newfoundland. So we have a multi uh, ten stops. I don't know. I, I, I worked it all out. Yeah, Tanya worked one out the. Has
1: experience driving an RV.
3: None.
0: Of None us. of us. It'll be fun. Oh, okay.
1: That's going to be the best part. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's part of the fun <laughs> is is learning how to drive it. Oh yeah,
3: two families. How hard? Two families of four and it's one only, RV. It's only
0: it's a thirty-one footer. It's not that. We
3: bad. figure we we did COVID and we all managed to not kill each other in a house. So let's just throw it in a tin and see what happens. <laughs> like I think it's just it's fair game at this point.
0: It'll be good out on the open road. Yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> I haven't seen any of those uh, cheesy. RVing movies like the one that Robin Williams is in. So I don't know. Oh, anything. this we could totally uh, do it's a surprisingly story on this one. good for yeah. as, bad as That
6: was that. That wasn't a cheesy movie. It was a, it was a, it was a
3: great Yeah, was it? it was pretty
1: good. Oh. I actually I, saw that with the whole family when that yeah. came out years ago. I liked
0: it. What great. was it called? Like, I, I'm I'm have it. Have to put, it was
3: called RV. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and it's Robin Williams? Yeah. yeah it's I'm going to have to. Put,
1: comedy, but it, it's, it's actually pretty entertaining.
3: I'm going to have to put that on the list for this weekend. There you go. That will be great. Okay. Thanks.
1: A big you. rolling turd.
0: Matt, you're up.
1: I'm up. Uh, it's been a hell of a week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, all in, I'd say it's been good. I was saying in the pre-show wifey's, uh, down and out for the count. Oh, she's, no. been sick. she's been sick since last week. That's not what makes it a good week. In <laughs> that was a bad segue. <laughs> those
3: bad segue. Pretty
1: bad there. <laughs> um, but no, she's like, yeah, she's just been a hot mess. I know I missed the rehearsal for the table read on Friday. Cause she was out. Um it's yeah it was bad and and she hasn't left her room all day today. I'm hoping <laughs> she's over the hump, but we'll wake up tomorrow and deal with it then, um but she's sleeping right now, so I mean that've had me on double duty parent dad mode, so that's fine um aside from that, we did Wonderland on the weekend, which is which is our amusement park here in Toronto. Do you have seasons um, tickets or something? we do, yeah, it was oh, actually a gift. okay, was, that's why yeah. gift from my parents mm-hmm. they bought us uh all season tickets. Which I think we've already agreed. This is going to be our annual ask from them for for uh, Christmas presents because mm-hmm. it's paying off really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I convinced my eight year old to go on Vortex, which is this <gasps> pretty wild uh, roller coaster. There, it's still not the the biggest of the baddest, but it's it's a pretty good. Segue it is a good one. one. He was scared shitless getting in line, but we convinced him to do it. And the greatest thing was when we were done, he was sitting beside me. I'm like Reese. You good buddy? And I see his hand lift up shaking. And he gives me like a fist bump. And he's like, that was fun. As he's like quivering.
3: Oh my God. Vortex. Yeah, like,
1: boy. I'm like, but it was fun. He's like, yeah, I just can't feel anything. I'm like, it's okay. Well,
3: what ones has he hit up? That vortex can't be the first.
1: Uh well, so we kind of we went from like the ghoster coaster, which yeah, is the child. The
3: child's one.
1: Then we did dragon fire, which has double upside downs mm-hmm. and spirals. So went right to that and then went to vortex. So wow. oh we, we elevated him very quickly. Um, but <laughs> what's, handled, what's the biggest, like,
0: the biggest ones, the Leviathan, right?
1: Oh yeah. And that, that, even that freaks me out, man, that thing is wild. That's mm-hmm. not,
3: it, that's it's, not, that defines nature. The, so, so I was cool. told, I was told that uh, they had fireworks uh, a couple weeks ago and that yeah. the fireworks are lower than the drop of yeah. the yeah. Levi- Leviathan.
1: It's, it's insane. I've done it. I've been, it's so much fun, but it is absolutely wild. It must uh-huh. feel what's like a the, free the super
0: wide one. The, the, is that the, the UConn time? striker? Oh, UConn striker. Yeah. yeah that I one went looks to get in line
1: with that one last week, but there was a huge lineup and I'm like, I have a season pass. I'll catch it another time. I'm, oh, I'm, I haven't done it yet, but I'm dying to do I'm it. I'm
0: not somebody who will ride a roller coaster to begin with, but I feel like the the people who are sitting out on the edges of that one, are, uh, that's gotta be like really messed up.
1: <laughs> oh no, I'm a thrill seeker, man. I, oh, man. I want, I wanted the bigger, the better. And it scares the shit out of me, but I don't care. That's the fun of it. Right. That's what I kept saying to my little guys. we got got a vortex. I'm like, the fear is fun like that that's what you need to recognize there's there's bad fear and there's good fear roller coaster fear is the fun fear and you need to embrace it
3: yeah and he, i
1: have like a champ
3: I, I have I, I see I, I feel like our bodies that there's a cutoff at some point where then there's like heart concerns and <laughs> the, like now you're at the point in the age that you need to shut that shit down oh. and like my cutoff
0: was about 46 years ago. um <laughs> Yeah, you can't pay me enough to get on one of those. What about you, Robbie? Can would you go on a roller coaster?
5: <laughs> I, I do not like roller coasters. No. I, I don't like the feeling. I don't like. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. I like water parts.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> sure.
6: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. No.
3: Lazy Rivers is Alan. That's
0: that's more my job. Wild wild Water (laughs) Kingdom with the hippo as a mascot. Is that place open anymore?
1: It's not called Wild Water Kingdom anymore. It's called, oh God, something else. It's the same place, but they've renamed. Do they still have the hippo as a mascot? No, maybe. I don't remember. You suck. Thanks. I'll, Thanks, give, that a,
0: I'll one, give that a Google. One job there, Matt. One job. Uh, <laughs> all right.
1: Know, it was my job. I, had a, I had a season. I had a season's
6: pass to that place when I was eighteen. We went it's only for the reason to hang out with the lifeguards. Right. Because uh, each, it, each, yeah. But
1: it feels redundant to have one now because they have this water park near us in Toronto here as well, which whatever we can't think of name. But at Wonderland, the amusement park also has a water yeah. park, which is almost on par to the independent water park so you yeah. get a- access to the amusement park you get access to everything so it's like why would you go to both because you're to want
6: because you you either are going to do one or the other there's you know you no, want to go and no. spend a you nice are. relaxing day at the water park you're not going to go and then stand in these unreasonable lines to get on those stupid rides mm. you, you got to be in the mood like you, you, plus the thing about the wild water kingdom whatever it's called now is that had in brampton that beach. Yes. The,
3: so it's wet it? and wild now oh
6: that's oh, it. I thought one wild was just a different park altogether. No, no, no. It's, that's, that's the if same. It's, one. In we
0: Brampton, then uh, it's a slip and slide here, folks. Okay.
6: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> whatever.
0: Anyways, we really went off the rails there. That's all right. All Sorry. good. Robbie, yeah. do you, I know. I mean, you you already <laughs> kind of told us about yourself and, and you guys are looking forward to moving back. How's your how's your week been?
5: Uh, Good. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I, I don't know if you guys just noticed someone in the chat said tomorrow's my mom's birthday. Oh. Um, And I feel like I would be a bad son if I didn't uh, ask everyone to wish her a happy birthday because she's watching on the live stream. What? Is she? Is she really? Her and my sister are watching, yeah. Oh, hey, oh my happy
6: God. birthday, mom! Yeah, happy, yeah. Birthday, happy birthday, Robbie's mom. mom. This is awesome. If you're watching, then you're you are a year wiser. Yeah, congratulations!
3: I am totally <laughs> I gonna watch what idea. I say now, clean my mouth out. Oh, no,
6: is, oh, this, this
1: is a, extended family support. We're aware
6: of yeah, this I love is
5: great. yeah, no, you don't you do not need to watch your mouth. My mom. Um, uh, by any wait, 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 wait to give I, us a
1: disclaimer up front. I know, right?
5: I'll, I'll tell you, uh My mom's Letterkenny origin story was, uh, and my sister's on the stream uh, as well. My sister already knew about Letterkenny. Mm -hmm. But I introduced my mom by showing her a shirtless picture of Jared Kiso. Oh, okay. And the attention's <laughs> paid cold open. And I think she was sold. Um, and so they actually, you know, months later, uh, they went to one of the Letterkenny lives. Um, no and way. I didn't, That's I didn't, great. You get Your mom go, is a goddamn rock star. Yeah.
0: Right. She should be in the DM group. What's okay. going on here? Put go. her on the video.
3: Call it in. Come That's on, mom. That's amazing.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, cool.
5: But yeah, uh, this, this time of year is easy. Uh, I'm on a nine month contract, my university. So Mm -hmm. right now I'm actually off work. Uh, I'm on, you know, unpaid vacation, I guess. Uh, and, uh, and so that's easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but the the other side of it this week is my wife is at a week long conference. So I'm solo parenting.
3: Oh, fun.
5: Um, And (laughs) I, I I don't understand how single parents, uh, survive (laughs) a lot (laughs) out of you. eh? Yeah. Just solo parenting for a week is, uh, is a bunch.
0: How many, how many kids you got? Just one, one, um, but one's he, enough, right?
5: <laughs> uh, he, I often describe him as having the personality of a border collie. Um, <laughs> because he's, I mean, the kids never walked anywhere in his life. He runs everywhere. Um, so How he's, old a, is he? he's five.
3: Oh, oh busy, uh, busy, yeah, busy, that, that busy, five. A, yeah.
0: Yeah, busy time. All right. Well, you got him in bed just in time to to record with us tonight. So well done, dad. And <laughs>
3: <laughs> so at any point, what, what, I, what I'm hearing is that Matt and Robbie can get called away
0: uh Let's hope not. Though. Let's hope. <laughs> He's you know, a good sleeper. Oh yeah. Matt's got oh
3: the monitor. My uh, god, oh my god, baby.
1: I got the monitor in one hand and a quadruple oh. in the other hand.
0: So
3: you're you're, you're <laughs> good parenting right you're now. parenting right.
0: I feel like Victor's been been in meetings until since six a.m. So figure he needs a coffee. So why don't we listen to why don't we hear from our oh, I'm sponsor so here? Here we go.
4: So
6: hey there. Wait, what are we doing again?
0: the sponsor read
6: okay wait we have a sponsor
0: yes it's Eric
6: oh I know Eric he's a good guy I know. Did you know he sells coffee? Yes, of course I... I think it's called diabolical coffee. Can we just... It's devilishly good
0: coffee. You don't say.
6: <laughs> he also sells diabolically awesome swag. Terrific. He's got a roast for all tastes. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, you can order whole bean, coarse standard grind, and espresso. It's espresso, but whatever. Hey, uh, don't you and Tanya use K-Cups?
0: You know we do.
6: I think he has those too. Wonderful. <laughs> Imagine if we could use promo code like Produce Standard to get 10% off coffee or merch from his store.
0: Yes, that would be cool.
6: Wait a minute. I just had a brilliant idea. What's that? We should get Dybulk Coffee to
0: sponsor the
6: podcast. We should? Yes. Why have we never thought of that before?
0: I give up. <laughs> Thank you, Eric, and Dybulk Coffee, and Victor for that <laughs> Inspired that is read. bloody brilliant.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, Victor.
0: <laughs> and speaking of support, welcome to new Twitter followers. Surgeon RX2 from Connecticut, Cody Pike from Houston, uh real real taco Oh, real taco farmer from Columbia, Illinois. Uh Jonathan Berba, uh Todd MNT, uh Cyro Oh, jeez, I should have read this. One. Syrophine likely. Sean McHenry from uh, Raleigh. Uh, Arlay Arla, Champ Gibson, Alex Crabtree, R- Ryan L, TB player, Kinsey Elwell from Indiana, Jessica Huggins from Aurora, Colorado, Jonathan Hoover, Dave Mosier uh, from Ontario, Brian Higgins, Ben Bosserman, Nathan Boehm, uh, Justin Shore from Clearwater, Kansas, Eric uh, pro or uh, Fatberg Slim from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I am a stegosaurus from Jason. O- <laughs> uh, uh, I'm a St- just from wherever Jason O'Brien from Kilkenny. Uh, Glenn Stensaker from Ohio. Uh, Michael Clar. Big Dave Grant from West St. Paul, Man- uh, Manitoba. Uh, here we go. Chucky B. Gr- right. No. Greg Sa- Sagres from Hopkinton, Hopkinton, New Hampshire. KB from Oregon, Trisha Clute, uh, go got what was this? Go trucks four wheeling, uh, Blowfish without a Hootie from Texas, Tim from Garland, Texas, Bradley Davis affiliate links from Hamilton, Ontario, Andrea Barr from Portland, Oregon, Amy, Rudy G, Cody Cap, Rob, the Gospel of Shorzy, an uncon—oh, great timing for that! And that was like week months ago that he would have started uh, following us. An unconscionable ball breaker, Crow Tuck. Bryce Beckman, Matt Goodwin from Knoxville, Tennessee; Squirly Dan's older brother from Idaho; Dwayne Fruke, <laughs> uh, Casey Kenny from Stratford, Ontario; McLaren Stevenson, Chris Ham, and JoJo on a bike in Boulder. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Where the hell's my previously? God damn it! Privately, it's been too long. Guess- previously
1: on Letter Kenny.
3: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Matt got gotcha. you it's gone it's okay I Matt did, did it, did it. it I, I did it fine you don't I, need a button you got a mat.
1: I think the stegosaurus
0: I think you well the fact that it's not here though is very concerning
1: <laughs> you only have one
0: job I know what the hell do you see it previously oh there it is previously on Letterkenny last week we held our first egg <laughs> hall social in months it was really great to catch up with our listeners we had a lot of fun this week we begin our highly anticipated well by us anyway recap and reviews of Shorezy beginning with episode one, Never Lose Again. I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? It is. Tanya, have you done your homework?
3: Shorzy, come on, Shorzy. (laughs) For what? We're finally (laughs) watching Shorzy. We're watching shows again, people. (laughs) Of course I watch. I watch it twice.
0: Matt, have you
1: done your homework? I did. did. This is the first, like, show review we've done in a while i know
0: it's feeling <laughs> weird <laughs> it just occurred isn't it to me and, like and I got get
3: some excited. energy people come on
0: <laughs> i forgot what it is we do it oh, right <laughs> clearly <laughs> and robbie have you done your homework Did. Yeah. oh he's got notes excellent so here we go well don't bore us get to the chorus we open with a hockey panel discussion uh called uh bro dude presents questionable call the show is hosted by a nick archambault Yes, the same and Nick from Letterkenny, played by Kim Cloutier. Uh, also on the panel, are uh, Olympic hockey gold medalist Tessa Banum, playing herself. She's also appeared on Letterkenny as herself during the Senior Men's Hockey Championship episodes. Uh, Brian McGonigal, uh, a.k.a. Rear Admiral, Admiral from the uh, real-life uh, hockey podcast called Spittin' Ch- Chicklets. And uh, he's also playing himself and Jay Onright from TSN Sports Center playing himself. Uh, there seems to be a little verbal jabbing going on between Jay Onright and Nick.
7: And last and least, the big shot. Big shot? Formerly a Fox Sports one.
2: And I think you mean last but not least, Annie.
7: Nope. Host of Sports Center with Mr. Jay Onwright. That's Onright. Mr. Jay Onright.
2: A little language barrier there, I think. It's fine.
0: The first question up for discussion by the panel is: what's the dirty, dirtiest play in hockey? Tessa answers that it's the slew foot, which is when a player kicks another player's feet out, out from under them. Uh, RA's answer is going knee on knee, citing an instance where uh, Alf Samuelson hit his hero, Cam Neely with a knee on knee hit. Uh, and Nick uh, fakes going to Jay before denying him his turn and giving her answer, which is submarining, uh, which then uh, when a player avoids getting hit by getting very low, causing the would-be checker to launch over him. And then finally, Jay gets his turn. His, his answer is a sucker punch, which is self-explanatory. Uh, Anik calls slew footing, submarining, and sucker punching the Brad Marchand hat trick, which I completely agree because there's no dirtier player than Brad Marchand. Um, the, the second question the panel tackles is who is the dirtiest player of all time? Uh, Jay says it's Chris Pronger, a Nick says it's Dino Cicerelli, and RA says it's Alf Samuelson, but Tessa goes off the board with her pick.
7: The dirtiest player by far of all time is a dude called Shorzy? Sure who? Shorzy. Sure Him. Shorzy. Sure
2: yeah, I watched the coverage of that national senior championship. If he's that dirty all the time, like how dirty?
7: Well, he's gonna get you. He doesn't care who you are. <laughs> he doesn't even have to be on the ice. So he's a pest. Well, with pests they always say you'd love them if they were on your team, but no. His stick budget must be stupid because he breaks one or two again over something or someone.
1: I texted Biz and Wit to get the load on this guy, and a couple of their boys played with him back in the day. And Biz says nothing personal here, but apparently he cries a lot during the anthem. It's full waterworks city, like he's watching beaches or something. And that's just. I'm not done yet. He also likes to take a shit before every game and also between every period.
7: As I was saying, that's just the on-ice stuff. The off-ice stuff, from what I'm told, is crazy. Oh, crazy? His patented move was going up behind guys when they're hanging a piss at the urinal, bouncing their heads off the wall. He called that thing a potty kiss. About he does this thing that just drove me nuts during interviews, too, where he'd ask a question, then right after, he'd go, huh? Huh? Look, we'll try it, okay? I'm going to ask you a question. You answer it, okay? Don't you think cocky's getting a little soft? Well, I... Huh? (laughs)
2: Where's this guy now? I was in a golf tournament with the Folinos this summer, and they said he was playing senior way
7: up north in their town. That's my town. Sudbury? Born and raised, baby. Sudbury, Ontario. Probably one of the toughest towns you'll ever be in.
2: Bertuzzi's from up there. There's an impossible amount of good-looking girls in Sudbury.
7: Take a lap, Jay. There's a four-team senior league up in the area.
2: Wait, so they
1: only play three other teams all year?
7: The Northern Ontario Senior Hockey Organization, otherwise known as the no show
1: can you imagine how much those guys want to kill each other well sure he's a killer sounds like he's in the right place
7: yep senior hockey
3: hell
0: all right i know that was a very long clip did and you
3: just run the whole clip no
0: no it's not it wasn't the whole cold open but it was a long clip but it i had to run it because it had too much important information that sets up the entire mm-hmm. series so i had to run it because we, we learn a lot in this clip and we'll talk about that in a second but just uh Quick production note here, the Northern Ontario Senior Hockey Organization, also Mm -hmm. the No Show, which is the perfect acronym for this, uh, does not exist, obviously. Uh, There is a a hockey team in Sudbury called the Bulldogs, but it's a minor peewee team in the the Windsor Minor Hockey Association. So this is a completely fictional league with the perfect uh, uh, name, though, the No Show League. (laughs) So... That's the cold open. Um, and again, we, we, I, I kept the the long clip in because we learned so much. We learned about Shorzy. We learned he's a crier. We learned about, you know, Sudbury having impossibly a lot of uh, great looking women. Uh, we, we learned so much, right? So I, I, I couldn't really cut it short. So now obviously if you guys remember, this is where we talk about the, the cold open. I love this cold open obviously because it's setting everything up and, uh, it, it touches Uh, and it it sets up the series perfectly and it gives us what to expect from Shorzy, which, you know, up until now, we don't know. We didn't know what to expect because all we've ever heard is the high pitched chirping and never seeing his face. And now we see already a different side to him, even though like they're saying he's a dirty player and stuff. There's still there's already some of those quirks that we're going to hear about that he asks a question and follows it up immediately with <laughs> with huh before you can answer like all these little kind of uh character traits that are going to come back and and haunt or delight us however you look at them uh it's been it was a lot of fun so i think this is a really well done cold open to set up the series victor what do you think
6: yeah i mean you know for me i love the subject matter mm-hmm. right so it's it's totally un- i think it's important that you couple of things i think it helps if you know who the people are obviously if you're watching Letterkenny, you know who a nick is but for you to kind of just know who jay is yep. and and tessa even though she was in that episode i think it helps and then just knowing the references right so they're talking about hockey players that again to an american audience that isn't doesn't necessarily follow hockey uh you, you know um there's like one of the biggest most anticipated games is happening tonight between Edmonton and Colorado. You know, two of the biggest hockey stars in hockey, McKinnon against McDavid. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, there was a like a, a, one of the commentators taking an Uber to the arena for this game, and and then he's asking the the Uber driver saying, "So where are you going here for the the Nuggets uh, are out of the playoffs." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, you know what I mean? So it's like a yeah. completely different perspective from sure. Canada to to United States. So I think it's so I think it helps to kind of to know who the players are, even to reference to the Felino brothers and stuff like that.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: So for someone like myself, someone who's it's just it's that much more meaningful, mm-hmm. right? It's like when they're talking about wrestlers and you know who they are, as opposed yeah. to somebody who doesn't follow wrestling. It's like whatever. So I think this really worked for people that are into hockey, right? Yeah. So this was a, a, a like a perfect Great cold open. If if hockey is your thing, and, and hockey is my thing, so I love it.
0: I think it works either way. I think it works if you're into hockey because there's a lot of that inside hockey stuff. But if you're not, I think there's enough that we'll we'll find out. I think there's enough there if you're not into a hockey fan that you'd still enjoyed it. But what did yeah. you think, Tan? Hard to say. Yeah. Um. Well,
3: so before we get into the Shorzy part of things, um, a uh, 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 neck, um, you know, breaking. Jay on balls mm-hmm. there at All the right. beginning do we know what the backstory is between those two No. like am uh, well, i forgetting he, something no
0: there's nothing there's no backstory I,
6: I think she's angry at him because she because she made a reference to going to fox sports right how he kind of went to try and do his big thing in yeah. the states and yeah. then came back with his tail between his legs mm-hmm. so i think maybe she's kind of angry at him for turning his back on canada
0: uh, I don't know, but I think he's was just. Was that
3: in Letter Kenny? No, was it wasn't. No, that, that's
0: that's a real life reference. Like he he he's but a he's
3: a real life
6: character yeah, in the show.
0: Yeah. No, I know, but, but Tanya's thinking that maybe she missed something in Letter Kenny that that would have set up this and en- en- animosity between the two characters. I don't think so. I think he's just yeah, the kind yeah. of character that's that. It can either rub you, you know, like
3: i i love the power moves she had on yeah. him but i just d- didn't know if there was a backstory no, to it, that we were missing out on as to why she was cutting him short no
0: he's just a goof and i think she treated him that way that's all
3: Ah,
6: all yeah. right maybe they dated and he didn't pay for the for the meal
0: maybe the <laughs> that's a yeah but that would be very inside baseball and and nothing we would know <laughs> uh, what did, you, what did um, you think of the uh overall cold open though
3: yeah so um the the so yeah so Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I love the, the Shorzy rundown, um, and, and them going around the table and giving us, um, more and more of his character and who he is and, you know, his, his, um, crying, his shitting, his, (laughs) his, um, (laughs) his before and after game ceremonies. Um, I thought that was really good. Um, what was I going to say? the the shores you run down, You were asking. Oh, um, you know what I appreciated? What that they were giving the like the dirty plays, like mm-hmm. the submarining and stuff. And I have no idea what submarining is. Mm-hmm. And then they gave the the visual yeah, of what it, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was great. So that was really helpful, and I appreciated that because mm-hmm. otherwise I'd be. Pfft, not interested in it at all because it was, it was hockey references. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but Mm -hmm. seeing it, it did bring me in. So to answer your question, I'm not a hockey person, but I was still interested in this.
0: Okay. Well, what did you have to say, Matt? Well, you know, I'm a massive sports guy, so um, (laughs) very much. so
1: (laughs) No. So I think they had to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, I make that joke is obviously I'm not a big sports guy, but I have always said, I love sports movies and and stories around sports. So I think Shoresy's going to work really well for me from that perspective. Um, the, the whole setup I think was fine. I wanted to laugh more, but I get why they did it. You know, they give it, they're giving us a six episode season of something around a character. We know very little about, because all he's done is like you said already, a chirp for 10 seasons, Mm -hmm. right? We don't know. He's just an asshole. Um,
0: no, turn my mic down. Sorry. uh I, Okay, I sent that like discreetly so you wouldn't stop talking. You do it yeah, that's okay. We're, is that
1: loud? Did I go up or down there?
0: It, you, you're. I think you're fine now. You're better okay, now. Thank you're, you. It's no, okay.
3: We're, this is a safe place here. Oh, <laughs> Al doesn't want to edit. I Matt, told you I'm I read not whatever's editing.
1: on Fuck the teleprompter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I read anything that's on there. Quick, send them signs. <laughs> no.
1: So, um, so yeah, no, it was great. I think, yeah, like I was saying, it's very necessary. I think they really set the stage, and and this was their out for not having us ask a thousand questions as mm-hmm. we got into the meat of the story. Sure, right? they filled in all those little blanks, gave you little nuances, told you about Shorzy, what to expect. And of course played to his character. The guy is a douche and he does these crazy ass things and um, didn't hide away from that at all. So no, I, I thought it was great. I that. They brought back Tessa Benham. Mm-hmm. Um That was, that was great. And Nick, um, I, I thought it was an interesting move, but I love her more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Every time I see her, I fall in love with her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think she's great. I had the same question you did, Tanya. I'm like, I don't understand the reference here and why she so has her hate on for Jay. But yeah, um, it made me laugh and, and I like that he kept trying to get in there and she just kept cutting him off. So mm-hmm. no, I thought it was a fantastic way to start all in um, and it set the stage for what was coming. And uh, that's all we can ask for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so just a little background on Jay and Dan, which were, were the comedy duo on sports center. Uh, Jay Onre, he kind of plays the goofy guy and Dan was the straight man. <laughs> so he always had that personality where you would, you would kind of, that's how you would treat him because that's the kind of personality that it, it would demand uh, th- that treatment. So uh just so I, I don't think there needs to be a backstory there, but yeah, I love the tie-in. Also, and Nick is hosting that show because it's a Bro Dude show, and if you mm-hmm. think back to Letter Kenny, she was hired by Bro Dude to be a spokesperson. So I thought it was a, a, a neat little tie-in. What mm-hmm. do you think, Robbie?
5: Uh, I thought it was. It was, did a really good job of setting the stage for a couple of things. Um, one was that the show is a much bigger scope. Um, that you know the whole thing about Letter Kenny is that aside from going fishing in Quebec. Uh, it's really about this isolated, uh, community and it's not as if Sudbury is a huge place, but it really, it kind of sets the stage that this is a, a larger mm-hmm. kind of world that they're playing in. Um, and then I thought, uh, the, the things that if it was, uh, RA, is that who it is? Yeah. R. A., yeah. Um, talked about Shorzy crying. Um, <laughs> I thought that was great. And then you see him almost cry right there mm-hmm. in the first episode and yeah. I won't spoil anything, but when you when you finally get to see him cry, it's completely shocking <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and hilarious. Um, and then also the somebody pointed out, I believe, the um, oh, he does this thing where he asks a question and then mm-hmm. you start to answer and he goes, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. And for whatever reason, get, having that set up for me punctuates every time he actually does yeah. it it's even funnier yeah so did,
1: did they do it through the rest of this like has he oh, done yeah. that before and I just no 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 oh,
0: no not on letter yeah. Kenny but no you know, yeah. okay
1: that, but he, that's a part of so I agree Robbie yeah. I'm like and once they said it I can't unhear it every time he does it mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm like did they do it the whole time and I never put it together
3: no that lady did, did that part of her show she told you everything that was gonna happen oh, before yeah. it uh, happened what was
0: her name the, Nanette the comedian Nanette Uh, she and
3: and it it, it's so powerful in the in the show Hannah
0: Gatsby that's yeah yeah. she started her latest uh, comedy special she starts by saying everything that's about to happen tells you
3: everything up front
0: yeah and then uh, so every time she does something that she just foretold it for some reason it's funnier so yeah it's Mm -hmm. kind of funny that yeah that they do that yeah all right, cool. Uh, we're going to move on into the scene. So a little warning here. Uh, you probably already noticed because this is the first time in a brand new show. I'm going to be spo- stopping a lot to, to talk about who these actors are because this is our first time meeting a lot of them. So apologies up front, but just so we get to know them, a bit, like we do all the Letterkenny actors now. So scene one, the horn sounds to signal the end of a hockey game. The home team was shut out five. Nothing cut to the Sudbury Bulldogs locker room where the players sit at their lockers dejected coach Michaels played by Ryan McDon- McDonnell, uh, who's a very experienced Canadian actor from Nova Scotia with over 40 acting credits on IMDb, including Smallville and Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Coach Michaels uh, tries to lift his team's spirits with a pep talk about how good the other team is and how hard they battled them. His pep talk is aided by another player in the locker room by the name of Sanguinette, played by 25-year-old Harlan Blaine Ketwyhat. Uh, A relatively new actor on the scene Shorzy is only his second acting credit Uh, Coach Michaels pep talk is interrupted By farting noises coming from the bathroom stall Of course it's Shorzy Who's taking exception to the coach's tactic Of of praising the other team Shorzy complains about how fucking bad the Bulldogs are Sanguinette tries to say something In the team's defense but Shorzy tells Sanguinette To shut the fuck up Uh, It won't be the last time he does that Uh, Coach Michaels asks Shorzy what he wants Shorzy answers that he wants to never lose again Coach implores Shorzy to finish his shit and go to talk and go talk to him in his office. Shorzy corrects Michael, saying he's not shitting; he's puking and shitting at the same time because this team is so fucking bad. He's lost control of his body functions. Michael <laughs> makes the mistake of telling Shorzy, "If he knows so much, then he should teach him something." There is a beat of silence, and then Shorzy begins teaching his coach, Michaels.
2: Your broad center tips to my buddy on Instagram, then him and my other buddy fucked her in Muskoka. What? More hockey players have your broads tits on their phones and a fucking Uber. No fucking way? Well, followed me to Pepe Panini after Ribfest one time and cleared the place out with her coke farts. My guy. Shut the fuck up, Sanguinette. Everyone knows you got an underwater squeezer from her off the side of our party island last summer in Wasaga Beach. Hold on. I, I, I could have got one too, but I was having an aqua dump. <laughs> no, you <know> what? <laughs> fuck you, Sorzi. Fuck you, Michaels. Your sweetie stalked McDavid's girlfriend at Boots and Hearts and asked her if she wanted to take... Taste it i should fold this whole fucking team. yeah stick with me michaels you'll learn something new oh. every day of your life you piece of shit
0: My, <laughs> michael storms out shorzy flushes and comes out of the stall slapping a pack of chewing tobacco uh, and calling michaels a fucking loser scene two in the gm's office we have zigua ziguan aka Zig, played by blair lamora a relatively new actress with a couple of credits of, for outlander and paranormal Paranormal Night Shift, and meeg one uh, played by Kilani Elizabeth Rose, an award-winning actor, DJ, and classically trained dancer. Some of her credits include Within the Silence, Flimsy, and The Color Rose. Zeeg and meeg as they're as they're known, are sisters, and they seem to work for the team. Their role is as of yet unclear. Uh, they're leaning on the GM's desk, leering at Shorzy and sanguinette who are standing there like a couple of kids in the principal's office. Uh, Migue informs them that the GM wants them uh, wants to see them at the Colson. Shorzy's reaction is very much like a kid who was told the principal wants to see him as he answers with incredulously for what? Uh, Meeg tries to answer, but not before Shorzy interrupts her with a, huh? And then she tells him he's a, he's a veteran. He's supposed to lead the team. Zeig tries to belittle Shorzy.
7: Aren't you too old for this? Like, how old are you?
2: You're too young for me, Zeig, and Meeg gets bordering on harassment at this <laughs> we point. We just got
7: pumped five goose for the <coughs> 20th <coughs> loss of the campaign. Well, Michael's fucking joke. Michael's wants to fold. No. What do you want us to do?
2: I want us to never lose again. What's an aqua dump?
7: Huh? What's an aqua dump? It's when you take <coughs> a dump in a lake.
2: It's taking a dump in any body of water. Oh, what about a bathtub? That's taking a dump in a fucking bathtub, sanguinette. In this case, it was a lake. No, it wasn't.
7: Okay, you told your coach that you got a squeezer from his sweetie while taking a dump in the lake.
2: I said I could have got a squeezer. Sanguinette actually got the squeezer from her.
7: her brothers are super weird. Sanguinette.
2: They weren't (laughs) together at the time. Look at you getting a little pee-pee whack.
7: Do you think it's funny? Getting a booster in a lake? It was a river. I said, do you think it's funny? I don't think anything's funny. I'm trying
2: not to cry. Oh, don't cry, my guy. Shut the fuck up. Why would you cry? <gasps> we just got pumped five goose for the 20th loss of the campaign. I think the only reason <laughs> I'm not crying is because I already cried a little bit.
7: Then fix your <laughs> makeup, bitch. Jim yeah. wants to see you at the Colson. Now.
0: Oh, man. Uh, pro- production note. The Colson is an actual live music venue in Sudbury. So. Every... every location that we hear about on this show are actual locations yeah, in sudbury. even
1: peppy paninis yeah that
0: especially was... peppy paninis yes yeah. scene three a classic letter kenny slow-mo musical montage at the colson sanguinette uh enters the club uh, it's filled with very attractive women after all as we now know from the cold open there's an impossible amount of good-looking girls in sudbury while sanguinette is at the bar having a beer a blonde on the dance floor catches his attention they stare at each other as she dances for him. Uh, just then, Sanguinette's trance is interrupted, and so is the music as someone comes on to the PA in the club.
7: If you're the owner of a black F-150 with license plate JKLK084, your lights are on. Also, if you're a fucking loser that just got pumped five goose for the 20th loss of the campaign, meet me out back.
0: The music comes <laughs> back on. Sanguinette looks back to the dance floor looking for the blonde, but instead, he gets a face full of Phil played by John Ambrose, a Canadian actor/stuntman slash with many credits such as Titans the Umbrella Academy, Heroes Reborn, etc. Uh, Phil is a big tough-looking dude who doesn't seem to appreciate Sanguinette's interest in the blonde. He shooes Sanguinette away. Sanguinette leaves. Shorzy witnesses this entire encounter from afar. Uh, production note: the license plate that is called out in this scene JKLK084 is thought that to stand for JK is Jared Kiso, LK Letter Kenny and 084 would be the year that Kisa was born, so a little uh, Easter egg there. Oh, the same age, yeah. Oh, there you go. You're, you're almost, you're practically twins, right? Twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> scene four, uh, awesome. Mike might, might beg to differ. Uh, scene four, outside behind the bar. There seems to be a brawl going on. Possibly some bouncers taking care of some subbery degens. Uh, we'll see those bouncers again later. Watching the entire scene is Nat, the GM of the Sudbury Bulldogs, played by, uh, I'm going to say that's Tasha Telles, a Canadian actress known for the 100 Supernatural Prison Break, among others. Shorzy and Sanguinette come out and greet Nat.
7: Hey, Nat. Fuck you, Shorzy. For what? We get pumped five goose for the 20th loss of the campaign and you're like, yeah, so hey, Nat.
2: While your coach is a joke.
7: Your coach wants to fold. No.
2: We're no quitters, now. Shut the not. fuck up, sanguinette.
7: And what's this I hear about you taking a dump in his girlfriend's lake?
2: <laughs> it was a lake. It wasn't her lake. But you can't own a lake.
7: Do you know how much I spent on that guy? Me?
2: Oh my god. No?
7: Flights from Toronto every weekend. Hotels, rental cars, his fucking fee? Well, you're an idiot. He coached pro.
2: Yeah, if you can't do T, He played NCAA. You can't even fight in that league. For fucking euros. I hate losing so much. I never want to lose again.
0: Nat says she hates losing so much. Shorzy says he never wants to lose again. Nat's regretting spending money on coach that wants to fold. Shorzy explains that it's because of coach Michael's girlfriend pushed up on Sanguinette. Nat brings up her mom. If she saw how bad the team was, she'd shit in her grave. Uh, Shorzy agrees that the team is pretty bad. Sanger tries to agree, but gets shut up by Shorzy. All Nat wants is bums in seats. She says that if they can't be scoring, they should at least be filling them in, meaning beating up on the opposing teams. Uh, Shorzy agrees. Not ask them. then, why don't they do that? The
2: kids don't want it. They don't skate, they don't score, they don't hit, they don't fight, they float.
7: They don't love to win.
2: They don't hate to lose. I hate losing so much. Well, that's what makes you such a sniper, Nat. Oh, you think I'm a sniper? To a lot of guys. <laughs> to me, you're a bit young. I'm crestfallen. <laughs> but I hear dudes saying Nat's a sniper all the time. Shut up, dude. Like if I had a Sudbury Big Nickel for every time I heard a dude say Nat's a sniper right I have a 20 spot. <laughs> that it? Do the math.
0: Shorzy leaves. Sanger stays behind to try to defend himself about the Wasega Beach Squeezer, but Shorzy shuts him up from inside the bar. Scene five. Another slow-mo musical scene shows Phil, the big guy from before, walking into the men's room, and Shorzy following him. Moments later, Shorzy walks out of the bathroom. The door swings open to reveal Phil unconscious on the bathroom floor, probably on account of a potty kiss from Shorzy. Scene six. We're at the.
6: Well, wait a second. Do we want to pause and maybe just uh, have a little banter about that? So go ahead. So so first i was kind of a little confused as to kind of what happened between him and Sanguinette like i, I didn't piece it together exactly like why is he kind of in his way mm-hmm. is he like her boyfriend is he her father like is he just a bouncer like what is, i don't think there was enough context to even kind of explain like what that was about okay and then and then next thing you see uh uh, Shor- uh Shorzy doing that to him and then you think Okay well you know they're basically showing that yeah he's telling to fuck off all the time but and mm-hmm. shut up but but he he loves them you know yeah. they're their best buds but the it just seems like an extreme overreaction to whatever we just saw which is i guess if that's true then again that's show, showing another layer of shorty right. that how you know uh crazy he is mm-hmm. but then i just feel like there wasn't Nothing happened, <laughs> right? Like we didn't get enough context of what Phil actually did wrong.
0: Yeah, that's um, fair.
6: So, but anyway, so that that that's kind how I saw that.
0: Yeah, um, uh, that's fair. I think it, it could be seen as an overreaction because you're right. We don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I think we're supposed to we're supposed to assume maybe that's his girlfriend or something, or or maybe he's just crushing on her and he doesn't like Sanguinette looking at her that way. Uh, but I think, I think you're right that this was, that, that whole scene was just meant to show us that even though Shorzy's always telling Sanguinette to shut the fuck up, they're actually quite close. Shorzy will do a lot for him. So they must be really close buds. I think that's the, this right. is the first, yeah. the first time we see that, right? I, uh, up until now, he's just been telling Sanguinette to, to shut the fuck up.
1: Well, and also, I mean, we, when he went on that rant about, you know, they, they don't care about losing or, mm-hmm. or care about, like, they don't care. Sanguinette yeah. cares yeah so he's a teammate that cares in mm-hmm. regardless of whether he's good or not there's still that loyalty and yeah. he's got yeah. his back
0: yeah but I agree with you Victor I think it was it was a bit of an overreaction, but I, so I think maybe it was more of a plot device than uh, than anything yeah. uh,
3: I just kind of took it because it was already mentioned uh prior to the the what uh, the, um they had the the conversation during the whole um cold open mm-hmm. that he gives the uh, urinal what did they call it the, the, kiss
0: the, uh, what, something kiss. Potty kiss.
3: Potty kiss. Mm -hmm. So I think it, it doesn't, that's just kind of who he is Mm -hmm. that he'll do it to anyone that goes into the bathroom. So I kind of thought I didn't really piece it together that there was a reason behind it. I, I I like what you're saying Mm -hmm. that, you know, he has the
1: moment as an excuse to do his body kiss
0: possible. And I think we're going to, we're going to find that. uh, I mean, we're so used to Wayne being this virtuous fighter and he can beat anybody fair and square he doesn't give a fuck about fair and square. He yeah. he'll do what it takes to win dirty or not, right? So um and the potty kiss is right down his alley, I guess.
4: <laughs> is
5: anyone else getting with uh Sanguinette when he says shut the fuck up, Sanguinette? Is anyone else getting shut the fuck up, Donnie, from the Big Lebowski every time they hear that? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I like that.
6: Yeah. I didn't get it, but I like that. So it could be oh, a, yeah. an
0: homage to that, right? Yeah.
6: Could, could be. It's been far too long, so mm-hmm. I didn't make that connection, but yeah, that's really Good call. could be a thing. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> Scene There's s- any Folgers references. We might be able to confirm that.
0: <laughs> Scene six. We're at the hockey game with teenage players. We're at a hockey game with teenage players. Shorzy's refing. This seems to be his his job. Uh, we see a different side of Shorzy here, uh, acting as a voice of authority while he still chirps back and forth with the teenage players uh, mostly about their acne, sometimes about their mothers too he's also oddly supportive of them
2: number 22 minutes roughing for what for being a fucking idiot Corey. i'll call the guy who retaliates every time call fucking both i've had about enough from the clear sill kid get in the box you fucking pimple farmer i can't wait to watch you play night and you're gonna play so good you're gonna play so good hey who wants to hurt their team more boys keep it up and find out i'm only taking one of you i'm only taking one of you stick in. (laughs) You're fucking awful tonight, Shorzy. Yeah, keep working hard, Corey. You can do just like me. Oh, yeah, I remember laying in bed as a kid dreaming about in high school hockey on a Friday night. Yeah, I remember laying in bed dreaming about the time your mom tongued my butthole so good I put her in my phone as roll up <laughs> the rim to win. How do you make so that good. fucking call in so a game good. this time? <laughs> it's a fucking one goal game. Yeah, thanks, stewardess obvious. Cut the lip. Fuck you, Shorzy. One more Neutrogena tantrum out of you and you're getting the gate, bud. Tribe.
0: Uh, at one point, uh, the tri- the chirping gets so bad. Shorzy ejects one of the teenage players, and as a player heads to the locker room, he lets it slip that the Bulldogs are folding. Upon hearing this, Shorzy follows him into the locker room, asking him where he heard about that. Uh, scene seven. Cut back to the GM's office. Shorzy, Zanger or Sanger, uh, Zeke, and Meeg are standing off with each other once again.
7: Who told you we're folding?
2: Doesn't matter. Are we folding or not?
7: Nat's huh? Nat's on her way.
2: Just. If we're going to fold, can you please tell me now? Why? Because if I'm going to cry, I want to be in and out of it before Nat gets here. Pussy. Big. I hope the like squeeze isn't weird, because if any time you
0: want to grab some sand...
2: Shut the it. fuck up, Sanguinette. Was it not a river?
0: <laughs> Sanger proclaims that Michaels was a terrible coach. Just then Nat walks in. She announces that she fired Michaels. Shorzy says good, because he's fucking a fucking joke. Nat finishes her point to say, because they're folding. This causes Shorzy to well up.
7: I can't lose again, Rosie. Not one more game, I can't live with it. The Bulldogs used to be it in this town. Most fun you can have on a Sudbury Saturday night. The social event of the week, standing room only. It's fucking embarrassing now, man. You think my mom gave me the keys to the club because I know everything about hockey? Fuck no. She gave them to me because she knows I care and I would take care of it. Fucking sports are supposed to bring communities together and families. They serve a purpose. It's important. Kids in sports stay off the streets. Drugs kill dreams. I just want bums and seats. Families together and watching the game like mine did. No one comes to watch. No one cares. Can you blame them? No. Sorry, R- shut the up. Do you know fuck. how hard it is to give a shit about a hockey team that can't win a fucking hockey game? The Sioux have us 19-0 this year. So we're so fucking good. Please don't fold.
0: <laughs> Nat, Nat asks why she shouldn't fold. Please it-
2: don't fold.
0: <laughs> They're fir- <laughs> why sh- why they shouldn't fold. They're firmly in the basement. The towns turned their back on them. They don't even have a coach now. What are they supposed to do?
2: Never lose again. What? This team will never lose again.
7: Wheels are already in motion, Shorzy. I guessed Michaels Sanguinette'll coach.
2: But I'm a player. Sanguinette, you're a healthy scratch on a last place club in the no show. Hang him up. What's
3: your plan? <laughs>
2: Me? Oh my god! Fucking. One top line of Canadian-grade studs to fill the net, surround them with the toughest natives we can find.
3: Tough natives is redundant. That's a good plan. It's a really good plan.
2: It's the best fucking plan I ever heard in my life. My man. Well, just use the money that you were going to spend on Michaels to bring in four guys who'll turn this ship right round.
7: Then that's four guys she'll have to put up in hotels. They'll stay with me. So you're saying you've got four studs who will completely
3: uproot their lives to live with you and play senior hockey in Sudbury. Are they fucking inbred?
7: Does anyone...
2: I kind of think Zeig maybe wishes they were. Four-team league, <laughs> four games left. Timmins North Bay once, Sue twice, all four on home ice.
3: We could get in right before the trade deadline.
7: I want bombs in seats. Watch this. I can't lose one more game. We won't. Shorzy.
2: This team will never lose again. If we never lose again, we win the league.
0: Shorzy acknowledges the statement and doesn't flinch. Not agrees to the plan. She warns Shorzy that if they lose one more game, they fold. Shorzy cuts the tension by telling Nat that if she was 15 years older, he'd think about taking a run at her. She dismisses him, but that gives her an idea. If Shorzy really thinks they can do this, he should go tell his friend at the press. This gets Shorzy excited for some reason. Uh, Nat turns to Zeg and Meeg. They need to bring in another sponsor, a big one. Meeg adds they'll need to to get some tough natives. Zeg corrects her, saying tough natives is redundant. Nat knows exactly the natives tough enough for the task she leaves with Zig and meeg shorzy and sanger silently celebrate the reprieve and a little production note in the previous clip where nat's talking about the bulldogs being the thing to do on a sudbury saturday night those words are likely an, an homage to the song sudbury saturday night by legendary canadian country and folk singer St- uh, stomping tom connors so look that one up if you want to hear that one uh scene eight Nat, Zeig, Meeg are standing out behind the Coulson. There's another brawl happening involving the same guys from before. Zeig asks Nat if they play hockey. Nat Nat responds, this is Canada. Everyone plays hockey. Uh, Meeg asks when Nat thinks Shorzy will meet with the press. Nat says in 10 minutes. They're meeting at the doghouse. Nat talks about how much Shorzy loves Laura Moore. Uh, We're to assume Laura Moore is the the reporter. She's played by award-winning Canadian actress Camille Sullivan, known for shows like... Da Vinci, uh, taken Da Vinci's Inquest, uh, Intelligence, Rookie Blue, The Man in High, high Castle, Unspeakable. So many, she's got so many credits. Uh, and the production note the doghouse is an actual sports bar in Sudbury. Next scene cut to Shorzy and Sanguinette at the arena talking about his love for Laura Moore.
2: Paul, oh, can you fucking blame me? No, my dude. <whistles> but you really think we can do this? Like, Timmins is good and North Bay is really good. And the Sioux were so fucking good, they dummy us. I feel like we should tell the league to have an eye for us folding before playoffs. Tango Nat? Yeah. Give your balls a tug. Oh. <laughs>
0: and fade to black. All right. There is episode one of Shorzy in the books and I'm, st- and I start. So, uh, I mean, what can I say? I, I-, I loved it. I loved it this introduction to the Shorzy world. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was really good. Now, Matt, you said uh, you made up a comment before that. It, the, I think it was a cold open. Wasn't as funny or whatever as you were expecting. Yeah. I feel like overall letter Kenny was going more for jokes and this is going more for story. Uh, I I mean, I think they're setting up a lot of characters that um, are, have quirks that are going to make us laugh every time those quirks happen. Uh, But I think the stories that they're setting up are are pretty uh, you know, very, very much, they're much more deep than uh, here than they are in Letter Kenny. Mm.
1: Well, it's, it's an actual story that they exactly can, they can follow along with, yeah. whereas Letter Kenny doesn't typically. They have like story notes that, yeah. that yeah. kind of loop back, but this one, they're like, you're right, they're mm-hmm. setting a formal story that we're going to be following along.
0: I love the relationship between Shorzy and Sanguinette. Uh I think. They're setting that one up to be like their best friends. I mean, I know that in, in the beginning, it seems like Sanguinette's being walked all over by Shorzy, but uh, we're seeing that Shorzy will do anything for Sanguinette or at least beat the shit out of somebody for Sanguinette. So um, so that's an interesting uh, relationship there. Nat, the, the GM and Shorzy are very, I mean, they're two peas in a pod. I think they're like, you know, the male and female version of each other. Uh, I love the backstory they have there, where her, you know, she's inherited the 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 team from her mom. Uh, if you take a closer look at the pictures behind her in her office, there is one picture. I think maybe it's later on we we see it closer up. So I, I, I'm afraid this might be a spoiler, but there is a pic, but it's it's in clear sight. There's a picture of her, her mom, and Shorzy in the picture. So that tells me that the three of them are tight um, in some way, right? So. Uh, I think this is like, and, and I've seen on a few occasions online say some people comparing this to like a Canadian version of Ted Lasso and, and the, the kind of the parallels are, are, I know Victor, you're shaking your head, but the parallels there, you, somebody's coming in to improve the, 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 the fortunes of a team. Um, and, uh, you know, just one's hockey, one's soccer and I, I, okay, Victor, but. I haven't seen a blue spatula yet. So maybe I haven't gone over <laughs> there. He's reaching for it now. <laughs> I think, there, I, I think there's, there's some parallels there and I think uh, we're going to see more parallels as, as the, the series goes. Um, I love the turn of phrase. Uh, they don't hate to, to lose. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, they don't, they're not afraid to win or something. They they don't hate to lose whatever that yeah, phrase is. They don't. I, hate love, to lose. I love that. Um, it
1: was the best way to to it was the best way to describe, and I agree. I can't I can't yeah. remember how they said. I it. wrote it down. As as they, I quoted it.
0: Look, can you read it?
3: They don't hate to lose. Well, I got close that it. part,
0: but but it's the part before it that uh, kind of makes the. They don't the,
3: love, the, love to
0: win. Yeah, something like that. They don't. They don't hate to. That's what it. They don't hate to win. They don't hate to lose. Or sorry, yeah. they don't. They love don't love to, love to, to win. win. They don't. Hate there's they a
1: don't big hate there's a lose. big
6: statement there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Tanya had yeah. it right, and then Al, you corrected her the wrong way. Did I? Right
0: trying. So I uh, just mansplain my way. It means they the
1: don't care. Yeah. They're not invested in the team. I really enjoyed that. Turn.
0: Yeah.
3: But it was so poetically said mm-hmm. and, and, and it was just, it was delivered so well.
1: Listen, I use, I use similar thinking in, in even my work. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I, when I partner with people in my office um, I look for people who are passionate about what we're doing. If you've got someone who can do the job, but doesn't really care about it mm-hmm. versus someone who can do the job and is excited about it. Yeah. It's a yeah. very different mashup there. So right. I get hundred percent connected with that statement.
0: Yeah, yeah. listen to your wife uh, who's saying that Jason saying that on on the chat. Anyway, uh, those are my my initial thoughts. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it set this up really well, and uh, I just love kind of the 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 difference in character we're seeing already in shorzy we were all worried what are we going to do how, how are they going to do a spin-off with a two-dimensional character like shorzy but the nice thing is because he was two-dimensional in letter kenny they had a lot to work with they could basically make him out to be whatever they want and so far it's an interesting character that they're building here uh victor what do you think so far
6: well my favorite hockey player was the Timmins tornado so i'll be rooting for Timmins uh <laughs> uh in this uh series <laughs> so we'll see what happens um, for those uh, uh, not acquainted, uh, that's Steve Sullivan. He retired already.
0: Oh, uh, oh okay.
6: About 10 years ago. Um, but anyway, he played for the Leafs, for mm-hmm. New Jersey, uh, for Chicago, and then for Nashville. And I think finished his career in Pittsburgh. But uh, uh, he was always exciting every time he touched the puck in the anyway, um Anyway, so again, I want to make sure that my bias mm-hmm. for the subject matter doesn't... Um, uh, take, you know, it doesn't disrupt my kind of critique of the episode. So I'm okay. going to kind of, cause I love the subject matter. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this. I've, I've said, I think many times before the very first time I saw letter, Kenny, I thought it was going to be a hockey show.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. And then, and then I, you know, 11 or 10 seasons later, I finally got my hockey show. So, um, so I love that. Uh, that said, I think that after kind of watching this episode twice, I see lots of room for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I enjoyed it. I liked it, but I, can, I'm, I definitely can pick at it. Um, one of the things that I kind of think they, I'm hoping they will improve on, because you, you did say that you think that they've set up some very deep, you know, the word deep uh, storyline. Mm-hmm. I hope you're right, because I think that the premise that they used to set up what we're about to see is kind of ridiculous, okay. right? The fact that there's only four teams. So, right. So, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. nerd this up too much, but there's some practicality to it, right? Like how can they fold and that league actually even how Continue. can they not destroy the league of four teams? By by folding. Phone? Yeah. Like that's, that's one first thought that comes to my mind. Second thought <laughs> is what the hell is Matt doing paying some idiot coach <laughs> to fly him in or, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I stay at a hotel when they've over, when there's such a horrible te- and like they 19, uh, nothing being outscored 19, nothing by the Sioux, Like, what what is she thinking like I'd hire the local uh, hall monitor and mm. and you know it would make it, it would be the same uh, result so I don't that part never made sense to me like michaels I, I'm guessing that's the last we'll ever see of michaels but or maybe not who knows uh, <laughs> it, it, he'll, he'll come back she'll be the coach of the Timmons team we'll see uh, but uh, I, you know so that's kind of the other kind of ridiculous part of it so mm. I thought that the whole threat of folding, kind of seemed like it's just, they needed something to mm-hmm. set up the rest of the season. Right? right. So they needed something to get Sanguinette in there as a coach. I don't, I don't know. I just thought that if I was in the writing room with them, I'd say, guys, try harder, <laughs> try harder, give us something, give us a more real, a slightly more, I get this is just the show, mm-hmm. but give us just a slightly more realistic arc that gets us to work to, to, to the rest of the, to the rest of the season. So I enjoyed the episode. Mm -hmm. I just felt like they could have done a little bit better with the setup.
0: Okay. I buy that. You know, uh, there's no reason they needed to make it a four team league. They could have said, a six or eight or 10 team. Yeah. League.
6: Why yeah. not? Then yeah. it's a little, then you can kind yeah. of, uh, you know, uh, digest a little
0: bit mm-hmm. better. Uh, trace tried to remind us that the NHL was once a six team league for sure. But to your point, if it's a four team league and one of the teams folds, then it's only a three team league and you can't have a league with only three teams. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so there's that. You're, I, I don't disagree with that for sure. Uh, 10, what'd you think?
3: um, so, scene one, we saw that scene already because that was part of yeah. uh, one of the trailers that mm-hmm. uh, was released for Shorzy. Um, so, we'd already kind of seen it. It wasn't a surprise um, the first time I had seen it in the in the um, trailer, mm-hmm. and this time as well, I thought, okay, what a you know a weak coach. Mm-hmm why would Shorzy ever work so hard? Because at the end of letter Kenny, we saw him, um, you know, skating mm-hmm. till he was puking to try to get onto this league that he just has now, uh, like he's barfing and shitting mm-hmm. because they discussed him so bad. And, uh, it just, that, that the connection there didn't really make sense. I know that they're separate entities. Sure. So I'm, I, I was trying to put that aside, but yeah, the, the, the weak coach, and, um, you know, him doing his Shorzy thing, um, um, being on the, the, on the toilet and, um, doing all that. Um, so that was that, um, scene two. And then as we're continuing on through the story, I do love how there was more of a story, um, and, and more, uh, background and more, um, um, more storyline to it. Mm-hmm. It feels a whole lot more, Meteor. Then, if we're referencing it back to Letter Kenny, mm-hmm. I love the dynamic between Shorzy and Nat. I love Nat's um, um, character. Mm-hmm. She's so powerful. She does remind me of Tannis. Again, sorry, I'm comparing the two, mm-hmm. but it's
0: hard um, not to, right? Not-
3: the banter between uh, Wayne and Tannis is so similar to Shorzy and Nat. You know, they're they're two powerful um, characters, kind of going head to head with each other, and she holds it. She holds her own. She he respects her, he doesn't, you know, chirp at her or anything like that. Um, and and she speaks so, um, so well, uh, on her point, her view. Like, again, she's like, I don't know hockey, I don't care about hockey, I want bums and seats. She's just that straight up, uh, businesswoman that mm-hmm. knows what she wants and she is trying like hell to get it right. Um, So I love that part. Seguinette and Shorzy, you you keep on referencing Al, their relationship and you see it when um, Nat is giving Shorzy the, you know, folding speech Mm -hmm. and him like holding back the tears. I love um, um, Shorzy and his reaction, and those like tiny little sounds that he was making, <laughs> and even his hand motion of him like wiping his wiping oh, his right. eye, yeah. Yeah. um, and 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 how he wiped his eye. It wasn't just like you know nonchalantly like wiping it away. It was like like a, like a few different wipes. Well,
0: and like a kid too after sobbing like a, or something. A kid like, would. Well, It's very childlike.
3: And, <laughs> and 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 reaching out for Saguinette. Mm-hmm. Like, like just kind of, you know, support me like, like, and again, that goes back to what you're saying out. They have a relationship there. Um, and, and that it, it really shows true in that moment I felt. Um, and actually, um, that was in my notes, but it was also mentioned, um, by one of our uh, listeners as, as well. I can't remember who the heck it was. Anyways, it was in the feed as well. Um, uh, what was I gonna say yeah not I, I I loved her uh performance I loved um yeah she's she's just gonna be a, a great character to watch I kind of hope that because because I know with uh, letter Kenny it just kind of jumped from um one story like one mm-hmm. episode and it didn't really follow through like it a little bit did but it it didn't really carry it so i don't know what this one will do if this one will have um like a, a sequence of some kind to go from from one to the other will
0: it stick to the story or we're, will we have a completely different story next episode right? yeah.
3: yeah will it be about you know four different mm-hmm. new different characters yeah. um well. well we know that there's uh characters coming mm-hmm. right yeah um and i do like victor's points um that you know um they're spending all of this money on a coach and uh you know yeah it's it 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 is a little bit of a of a loss there on um storyline she's
0: a she's a businesswoman she wants bums and seats maybe she hired this coach because he used to be a pro coach thinking that he would change their their fortunes and obviously he didn't so yeah uh, maybe that's why um matt
1: yeah it's um I think it's fallen the tone of the cold open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they, this was a necessary episode to set. So they basically are fast tracking as much as they could in one, whatever, 25, 30 minute episode or whatever it was to, to set the stage so they can then pace themselves beyond this is what is, what I think has happened here. Mm-hmm. Right. We get, we are given 10 seasons of the other characters, one episode of this is effective as that didn't make it a bad thing. It's just, that's what they did. They're really just expediting everything from the story perspective. I think it's fine. I feel like I've heard this story a few times over the years in different movies and shows, but I mean, it's small town. I get it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to nitpick that Mm -hmm. It, it works for what they're doing and where they're heading. So I'm okay with it, but I've definitely seen this story before where they're, we need to find a way to get bums in seats. We need to re- sure. revamp the team. You know, it, it's not a new story, but it, it's fine. The story doesn't
0: um, have to be original if the characters are original.
1: Do you re- agree? And that's yeah. why I'm, I'm not nipping. I just want to call mm-hmm. that. I know yeah. what Victor was saying. He feel like he's, he's sort of seen. I get it. It's I, I totally agree. I've heard this story before. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I mean, let me call it right away. I'm totally, totally crushing Amiguan. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love her. She's so cute. And I have to say that out loud in this episode because she's my new fave. Mm-hmm. Um Sanguinette, where has he been? Mm. This kid, I, you said this is his second credit.
0: Yeah, he's only got two credits on his IMDB. And this Dude,
1: is the, this kid, this kid's a rock star already. I love him. I am absolutely enthralled by him. Um, and I have watched a couple episodes ahead. Um, I think Dude. he is yeah, yeah, whatever. I did Settle it. down. Yeah, you know, we did it. Um <laughs> but I think he, what he brings to the table is the perfect balance against Shorzy and they play off each other so well. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that he is part of this show. Again, I don't know who he is. He's new to the scene, but welcome to welcome to this thing, man. Cause you, you're delivering on all cylinders and I'm absolutely loving it. So I'm a, I'm a sanguinette fan all in right now. Um, so, so that that's big. Um, One comment I'll make, and this is an observation from a Shorzy perspective, is the fuck you, Shorzy. (laughs) What I've realized is there's a bit of a hierarchy in how he addresses and responds to fuck you, Shorzy. Right. So interesting. If you want, right. So you know when he's when he's refing or he's talking to the coach and anyone he doesn't that he almost seems like he thinks lower than him. He bashes back and he does his Shorzy chirp with no hesitation mm-hmm. and he delivers and just destroys them. All but the when you get people like Nat or other other folks, especially the females in the mm-hmm. in the in, the, in the, mm-hmm. there, there's this what for? Like, like no, what's no, he no. say for what? For what? <laughs> what for what? Like he, mm-hmm. he immediately is like on the defense mm-hmm. and, and he backs down very quickly. So he definitely has a tone in how he responds to the fuck you shoresy um mm-hmm. comments based on who you are and what you're bringing to his situation. I thought that was very interesting because they're all saying it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's just the, like I like that they've continued it on and they've really set the lines between the various characters and who can say it and who cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a typical
6: thing for bullies. I remember in uh, in high school we had uh, Billy Cook. Sorry, Billy, if you're listening. Um, uh, well, uh, you know, he won by, Will, you know, uh, the teachers called him William. Um, then, you know, his acquaintances <laughs> called him Billy and his close friends called him Slim. He was a big man. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, you know, uh, one of the kind of less popular kids called him Slim. And the guy got totally destroyed mm-hmm. against the locker. And and and, you know, so again, you know, his friends called him Slim. No, no problem. Somebody yep. else called him slim and then he gets beat on. So yep. it's a typical bully thing. That's a great yeah. point.
1: You're not wrong at all. And I keep waiting for that. I don't think it happened yet, but I am I keep waiting for a moment at some point in the series where Sanguinette's going to turn around and like, fuck you, Shorzy. And then and, and he's going to be like, just a deer <laughs> in headlights. <right? laughs> yeah. So that that's my prediction at some point he's going to lash out on him. But, um, I, I love, I love it. I mean, I think this is a fantastic start. Um, to the cold open point. Was it the funniest episode of anything? No, but I think this is a necessary episode to set up everything that's about to come.
0: Okay.
3: Who looks at Shorzy though and goes, huh, we need a ref for the, for the young kids. Well,
0: he was a ref <laughs> on Butter Kenny. So he had experience. Come had on. Referee no one, experience. Okay.
3: But now he's better. Well known. Mm-hmm. He's known for being dirty. He's known for, for, for being, uh, he was doing a great
6: job as a ref. He even yeah, said, he Hey, great. if you guys don't simmer down, I'm going to take one of you, which is what refs do. Right. Yeah. That's how yeah. they threaten players. It's like one of you is going to get in trouble. You don't know which one. So, he's so, you know,
0: I really, yeah, I really enjoyed those refing scenes. Cause, uh, um, and I forgot yeah. to mention, during I, take, I take
1: the one that retaliates every time.
0: Yeah. Like just <laughs> he, he's, he, cause he's, again, he's, he's not, he's being supportive of the kids. But he's also chirping them, and they're and the thing is, he's not chirping them as hard as they're chirping back at him. Which you don't I, think? No, no. Yeah, absolutely. no.
6: He was he was cute to them. He was more yeah. rough on their mothers, but but to them, yeah. he was you know.
0: No, he was he was actually <laughs> yeah, he encouraging was. to them to, at some point. But the kids, being teenagers, they see him and and they see you know uh, an old guy who's reffing teenage hockey and and somebody they they don't need to respect, right? But you can tell there's. There's history there. Like they he knows them all by name. And, and it's just it's hilarious. Uh, I really their enjoyed this. I don't think they would want no, no, he's calling them would. by their first names. Yeah. yeah.
6: Oh. I don't think they would want any other ref. I yeah. think they're loving it.
0: Yeah,
1: but, I
6: think they yeah.
0: love it's like a
3: big a brother ref. thing. Yeah, I think so. so mm-hmm. I,
1: yeah. On that quick point, what do you think the timeline is? Because where we left in Letter County, he was on his way to Sudbury. Mm-hmm. And now we're here. He's very well established. He like you guys said, he knows all their names. Mm-hmm. He's he's part For of the community now. What do we think in the timeline here?
3: Oh, I or- thought it was like same within the months. I don't or know. Or are we
1: saying the season? Because there are twenty losses maybe a season, in the season. Yeah. Like
0: he went to go join them in the, the to, to start the season, maybe. I I don't know. Okay. That would make sense. Robbie, right. you haven't said anything yet. So will <laughs> you
5: don't worry, it's uh Tanya, my guess is that he's the only person willing to spend his
0: Friday evening. <laughs> what <laughs> else is he going to do? Right. Work in I customer bet. service? I mean, come on! <laughs> like, it what can he do? Oh my oh, God! Can you people imagine
3: people. Shorzy in customer <laughs> service? Oh, we need to like do a skit of that. <laughs> well, what what yeah, did you I, think I, of this I have,
5: episode? I have zero complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. I think uh, I, I think it's it's a different genre than Letterkenny, where Letterkenny's a straight comedy this is much more like a sports genre Mm -hmm. um and so i don't mind that there's not as many constant jokes um especially with all the exposition they had to jam in right uh to i think it was like 23 minutes Mm -hmm. um and uh i I love that uh that shorzy a very obvious it's very obvious that shorzy does not give a fuck about anything but hockey Right. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, not, nothing at all. But he cares so much about hockey. He's given that kid shit. Mm-hmm. And the kid says, your team's folding. And he, oh, no, what? Wait, wait. Yeah. Folding. Chased, like, him. They they
1: chased him. And,
0: down they the chased him <laughs> off the ice. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> His home, like completely. It's such a funny, yeah. uh, you know, shift. Um, he also had, I think, even through all of Letterkenny, Kitty, my favorite chirp ever by Shorzy was when he tells the kid what's fucked is uh, how many times your mom has told me that a jellyfish stung her. So I'll piss on her.
0: I love that one. <laughs> I know that, that <laughs> yeah, that's a hall, think, of, uh, hall of fame trip right there. Yeah. I think,
5: uh, <laughs> ever. But yeah, no, I had, I had no complaints mm-hmm. um, at all. And I think that as the show gets on, goes on, it gets, it gets funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I, I guess I'm not supposed to talk about future
0: episodes. Yeah, I don't no Spoilers. Uh,
5: but uh, <laughs> blue spatula by victor <laughs> um but yeah no i i i really liked it mm-hmm. um and another thing that i noticed that they're setting up right away mm-hmm. um and i know when we when uh, you were doing episodes of Letterkenny, you, you talked a lot about uh them kind of subtly making social commentary mm-hmm. um and i noticed right away that everyone in the episode that has power isn't is a typically underrepresented person.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um the lead anchor in the open is a woman. Right. The yeah. sanguinette is going to become a, a coach. Mm-hmm. Um he's an indigenous person. Mm-hmm. Their owners um are women. Uh and I, I believe that continues. Yeah. Um they're they're none of the people in power are white men.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I mean I I don't think that's a, a an accident. No, you're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you're spot on. I mean, and um, we're not getting it further, but there are other things in further episodes that I think they really took the time.
3: <laughs> Blue I know I'm
1: not going Where, into specifics, but spatula. to Robbie's point, they've really taken the time to really focus effort on,
0: you Be know, things it. they don't normally do. So in,
5: in a smart way, they don't hit you over the head
0: with it. Right. No, not at all. Very good. All right. So let's move on to something we haven't done in months ratings and i'm first i get to go first and you know what Wait,
6: do we do ratings before we do mvp
0: yes yes absolutely we do. i forget now
3: yeah. <laughs> me too <laughs> So we we didn't expect
1: you to remember Uh,
0: to remind our audience. (laughs) And I I haven't thought of a, of a uh, analog to our rating system. So because we're still a proto stand, we're going to stick to our fresh clearance and compost rating system. So
3: it should be a hockey reference now.
0: Uh, well, if you can think of one, great, but uh, I'm going to go with fresh clearance and compost. (laughs) And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give this one a fresh because, uh, it that everything it should have done as a first episode it set up the, the characters it set up the stories it was funny uh it it beat expectations because uh, my expectations were low of of a show about some uh character like Shorzy. and i after watching that episode i really liked Shorzy, the character i really enjoyed him i thought i loved i love what they did with him i liked the setup they have with Nat and and and, and Zig and and all that stuff and uh, yes it is a very well worn trope of you know uh, taking a losing team and trying to make them not never lose again. Uh, so, like I said, the uh, the the storyline, uh, oh, goal, assist, and penalty. Yeah. The storyline um, doesn't have to be original if the if the characters are original. And I I firmly believe that that these are the most original characters on, on TV. Like I've never seen characters like these before. So uh, I'm going to give this one a fresh, Victor.
6: Um, so I'll, I'm going to give this uh, the rating a system a thought. I'm already thinking that the uh, first, first place or the fresh should be something like the Cordy Howe hat trick or something like that. But I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll noodle, I'll noodle on that one for now. We'll, we'll stick with the rating. I like
3: episode. Jeff's here. Jeff's was goal assist and penalty. No, I like it. It
6: just, it feels a little bit uh, on the surface. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I, 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 it works. Surface it works. Is okay, I Victor. Think it, we need something a little more clever. Um, anyway, uh so so for this one al i agree mostly with everything you said i'm not sure that it was funny mm. uh it was it had some couple of kind of giggles and uh, here and there mostly with uh um Shorzy's kind of little little isms and stuff like that but uh and a couple of chirps here and there but for the most part i wouldn't call it a funny episode mm. but everything else you said i think was on point that that said I, again i just I, my issue with the episode wasn't, or with the things that I critique, wasn't the tropey part. Mm-hmm. Like that's fine, I, you know, whatever, use a trope. I just didn't. I thought it was just a little lazy, I, like in terms of the, the 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 thing with the four teams. They should have thrown in. It should have been a slightly bigger league to give it a little bit more uh, uh, juice. Right. The whole idea of Oh, we're going to threaten to fold because the whole threatened fold that, that trope, I think has been around forever and ever, including major league. I think that was mm-hmm. the trope of major league. If you guys remember that movie, mm-hmm. I think the the owner was threatening to fold the team. Um, I, it's just a threat to fold a team in a 14, it just seems so ridiculous and and then the fact that Nat was paying for this idiot coach um, it, it just, it, those two things just, it keeps you from having to give this a fresh, I have to give it a clearance because I think that we need room for improvement and I'm very excited about the, how they're setting us up, I can't wait to meet these um, inbreds that he's going to bring in uh, and, and 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 you know, so we're going to learn kind of the layers of him actually interacting with people and, and, and stuff like that that thing uh we'll talk more about him but yeah that was you know uh in- incredible mm-hmm. so i'm very excited about this for what what's about to come but i want to make sure that i'm not setting the bar too high at the beginning um or too i don't know what it is but that i'm not over mm-hmm. overreacting to what we saw and okay. uh to give it a clearance
0: trace wants to choke you by the way anyway i don't That's know what, okay. i don't know <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it Tanya, what, literally what, going to choke what, you he, like, what are you giving hey. this
3: um, I see, and I, I'm, I'm the, I'm different from Victor cause I thought, um, it gave some dimensions finally to Shorzy and I was thoroughly impressed and surprised because I really didn't know what was going to happen and how you could build on the character that we knew. Um, and I love that they gave him that kind of, um, soft side, if you will, mm-hmm. of, of, and I, and I did f- laugh. Like I, I thought it was funny how he choked up and wiped mm-hmm. his tears away. And here's this guy that, you know, has no, he doesn't even bat an eye, like hitting somebody from behind with a stick. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he chokes up and, and is, is saying, you know, just tell me no, because <laughs> I'd like to get a little cry in before that comes so that I, I didn't yeah. like I, and, and how he reaches out out for for, for um uh saguinette, mm-hmm. and i love that the 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 new characters too or not new or the yeah. characters mm-hmm. not new yeah. i shouldn't I, I stop referencing Letterkenny. sure i like the characters that mm-hmm. they have and that um you know nat is absolutely 100 percent somebody i can get behind mm-hmm. um and 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 so is um um, Seguinette and, and Nat and the girls, um, and, T. Zeke, Zeke and, Zeke. And, Zeke, yeah. and, uh, I, I'm looking forward to, um, more character development on them, but I, I loved already, um, the, the, um, the relationships there. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Absolutely. yeah, I'm going to give it a, um, uh, where are we going? A goal. Can I give it a goal? Let's Can I st- we get- <laughs> stick
0: to our rating. Fresh, clearance, or compost? Hot
3: trick. Hot trick. <laughs> uh, it, will, it will definitely be um, a fresh. All right. Yeah.
0: I don't think uh, uh, Trace will, will want to choke you then. Uh, Matt? <laughs> Unless you so- give consent, I guess. But uh, anyway. Ooh. Consent
1: from who? <laughs> Trace. <laughs> <laughs> so... Just and there's a lot of chat in the in the chat space around the scoring system. We'll figure this out. But I'm just putting my my. I don't have the other two figured out, but the fresh should be a beauty. Is, is my is is my it my take beauty? on that one? Mm. A beauty. It just feels fitting. It feels appropriate. It's a beauty.
3: It should and this be one. It should be Shoresy references. Give your balls a tug.
6: <laughs> yeah, the the marchand, Too many words. The, too many the, words. The compost could be the marchand. Mm.
1: Okay. All right. we'll get there. But, but I'm I just saying for, for the, for the fresh, I think it should be beauty. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's a beauty. Um, anyways, that's my say. So in this one, it's a beauty, it's mm-hmm. a fresh, um, it was, it was a great way to kick it off. Um, did, did I hope for a little more laughs? Yeah. But I think the story was there. I think they introduced some fantastic characters. They gave us a bit of everything. They set the story off for success. There really wasn't much to complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you gave a sanguinette and I love him and I can't wait for more and more of this kid because mm. he just delivered, man. So, yeah, it, it's a beauty and okay. um, it works for me. I, I, I'm really, really looking forward to this. Again, like I said, I love sports stories and this is <laughs> yes. going to be a sports story. Do you
3: think it will be, though?
1: Yes, 100 percent. Why would they spend so much time? just setting
0: up all I think, these different nuances. I think nuances. he Kiesel wanted to write a show about hockey and yeah. this is his love letter to hockey. About
1: hockey think about Letter hockey. Kenny. Every episode is a very defined topic. They're like, mm-hmm. we're just going to talk about the prostate this episode. We're just going to talk. They didn't do that. They mm-hmm. talked about who everyone was, what's going on, what's the biggest problem, who's the protagonist, who's they're this. They're spending a lot
0: of time educating people who don't know about hockey about yeah. submarining, slew foot, like they're, they're, yeah. this, is a, this is a hockey it, it show. It
1: would feel like, oh, a, it w- awesome. we would also, I think we would be, we would be very annoyed if we got to the next episode and they went and did a whole, like, separate, hey, we're going to do a tournament weekend that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with anything we just talked yeah. about. We'd be like, who what makes
6: the, the best burger in Sudbury? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Wait, wait, you're not going to fold? Folding's not even a topic anymore? What yeah. do you mean? Like, no, I, I, I this is very intentional. Mm-hmm. We're getting a story, mm-hmm. and um, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Especially the people that he's talking about bringing in. Yeah, that I think is going to set up some fantastic. Stop
3: content. watching shows.
0: All, all the detail that they're putting
1: into. No, they talked about it. They yeah. said yeah. they're bringing. They okay. Want to bring in yeah. the natives I thought you were referencing were. something. I was like, all all the,
0: referencing- all the small the de- all the small details they're giving. <laughs> Even like those those scenes where he's refing the the way he's refing. He's doing it exactly like it would be done at a hockey game. Uh, And we're just getting a behind the scenes. Look at this. This is absolutely 100% going to be a love letter to hockey. And uh, if you don't know anything about hockey and you watch Shorzy, you're going to know a whole lot more about hockey when you're done. uh, For sure. Uh,
5: Robbie. Um, I I totally agree with that. I think one of the things I like about this show is I feel like uh, happy for Kiso. Mm
4: hmm that
5: Mm -hmm. obviously he loves comedy, but hockey has been such a big part of his life that I'm almost like just happy for him that he gets to create this thing around that, that other, you know, big part of his life. Yeah. Um, I, uh, (laughs) I think um, Victor, I I have a blue spatula as well. Um, (laughs) The next time you talk about a high school bully, I'll pull it out. I know
1: the stocks (laughs) on blue spatulas
5: are these days. (laughs) Uh
4: Um,
5: I, I, I don't have a problem with the ridiculous 14 league thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's intentional. Um that they're they're trying to say what is what is the most absurd idea in mm-hmm. terms of like how how infinitely small that could be. Um I think that that that's intentional. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Um the uh the it's it's uh it's definitely um a uh, a a fresh for me. It's it's mm-hmm. it's uh I think it's great for a lot of the reasons people have, um, people have already talked about. Uh, and, and I think going forward, uh, Tanya, I think a lot of your your concerns, I think you're going to be very happy with kind of the, the story arc. I've, I've watched the, um, <laughs> <laughs> the whole series. entire uh, series. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving any, any foreshadowing. but no, um, not.
3: Have they released uh, everything yeah, for the it's season?
0: All it's all done. Yeah.
5: yeah.
3: In the states I love how and much Canada. You just
1: don't know and don't care. It's great.
3: And <laughs> in, in Canada and states. Yes. Oh, I thought it was like uh, a onesie twosie thing. I,
0: I've, I think I believe it was Letter Kenny memes who said she's already watched through all all the episodes like five or six times. Wait a
3: second. Did <laughs> we not have this conversation? Come on. See Matt, you need to take that back. I thought there was a conversation that they were releasing only onesie twosies at a time.
0: They were releasing two in episodes Canada. at a time in Canada but there's only six episodes. So we're done. When it so released They, they, in the they States, released
3: ours two at a week. Yeah. Two
1: per week until aligned with the U S release where they released the whole thing at once.
0: Yeah. The U S got it all in
3: one dump oh, uh, back on so Friday. We, we
1: kind of got it ahead of them, but we, we mm-hmm. didn't get the whole thing. We all got the same.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We got the last one together. All
0: good, man. It's, it's all, all good. good. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, all right. So fresh from Robbie. So I mean, you know, now we would talk about top fives, but obviously this is the first episode of of the series, so this is everyone's number one. Uh, but Robbie, I gave you some homework because. <laughs> yeah, mine could be a number two. What What would you put at number one? <laughs>
1: That's not the point, episode. Al. <laughs>
6: anyway, episode this two. is
0: this is everyone's number one. Uh, we will talk about it, whether it's number two next week. There's Rob- only.
3: Okay. We have to shorten the list. It needs to be top three. If there's only six. Well, hopefully there's going to be more Shoresy
0: seasons you, to come.
3: Then you're just knocking off one. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about right.
0: it. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Right. Top three is fine, Tanya. <laughs> Robbie, that's good. Um, I asked you if you, cause this is your first time on the produce stand, but you've been listening to us from before. Like when we were re- reviewing Letter Kenny, if you wanted to divulge your top five Letter Kenny episodes, you're more than welcome to.
5: Yeah, um, I think I spent more time looking at that than uh, watching this actual episode. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, wow! Because I had to, I had to go back and, and take a look. Mm-hmm. Um, mine five is Dick Slip Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, love John Um Four is Prostate.
0: Oh, there we go. Okay, uh, well done,
5: I just rewatched that today, and it's even so funnier good. Than, than I remember. Um, three is Relationships. Uh, uh, yes. uh, that one's Didn't great, and has the classic um, pulled open uh with the uh mm-hmm. attentions paid um two is we don't fight at weddings oh uh, i like the the wrap-up on that one and one is the letter talent show
6: oh wow. Wow, okay that's a good one yeah it is a good yeah, one
5: swirly Dan is my my favorite character right uh and i'm kind of obsessed with stand-up comedy and so uh
6: it was uh it's hard to not like that one the best Awesome. He was my favorite character until I truly met Alex and then listened to that interview. And, and just what a genius
1: stand-up comic.
0: Yeah. Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> He's so much fun. She's so good. All right. And now we move on to what on, on, on the letter, Kenny's side was called the MVP, but on Shorzy side, for a reason that you won't know until later, we're going to call it the game stick. Who are you giving the game stick to? So same as the MVP. So uh, I'm just changing the name. Well, it's
1: your turn to go first, Al. Yeah, I'm going to go first.
0: You
3: changed the name for that, but not for uh, Fresh Compost. uh, We're uh, we're
0: open to the idea. Yeah, we're open to the idea. But somebody already gave me a great suggestion to change it to GameStick on the DM group. And I agreed. So that's what we're doing. Uh, Shout out to... Uh, whose idea was it? Was it Jason? No, no, it was uh, Jeff. Jeff, uh, he, he, somebody who doesn't comment very and with much. With all
1: our production meetings, we didn't get to that.
0: No. <laughs> so thank you, Jeff, for your idea. We're, we're, we're using your idea. Um, so my, my game stick for this episode goes to Shorzy because Kiso's flexing muscle. He hasn't, he, acting muscle. He hasn't flexed. He, he's not allowed to flex a letter Kenny. Letter Kenny, he's supposed to be stoic. He's supposed to be squinty and, 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 he does I it well. Saw
3: his eyes. He,
0: he, he does it well in this one here. Shor- I didn't like,
3: even know he could open his eyes.
0: <laughs> there you go. He sure, Shor- He's showing all sorts of new emotional range, and I'm loving it. And and comedic range, holy, like funny. Like I was saying, t- I think in the after party last week, it's kind of unfair because this guy. Oh, he's he's a brilliant hockey player. He he's he's he writes really good scripts. He's a good actor. Oh. and, And he's funny. What the fuck? Like, what, can he be bad at something, please? Like, come on. Maybe he's a bad singer. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. Maybe he's, well, he's a good drummer too, by the way. Like, so drums are good. Drums
3: are good.
0: So it's unfair. Like Kiso smarten up. Like you gotta be bad at something. Anyway, uh, I give it to, to Shorzy for this one. Victor, who does your game stick go to?
6: Yeah, well, I mean, mine is easy as well, and I'll have to apologize to, to Matt because I'm probably stealing his pick, but it's going to go to Sanguinette. Ah. Uh, easily going to be my favorite character. I know we haven't met the... Uh, we have to wait to meet the new characters, but I already know he's going to be my favorite character this this season and and probably beyond. I love them for all the reasons that Matt has already been gushing over. Uh, he, he was just brilliant. Like He was the brilliant sidekick to mm-hmm. uh, uh, to to, uh, to Shorzy. Uh, I loved every, I couldn't wait, uh, you know, uh, for him to be in the scene. So, uh, easy game stick for, for my man.
0: All right. Uh, Tanya, who do you give the game stick to in this episode?
3: This one's hard. Cause like, I, yeah, I totally did love Shorzy. I, I loved his character. It's his show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved Nat. She shone Sean for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I loved her character. So I'll give it to her since you already did Shorzy. All right, good. Three different, uh, game sticks, Matt. Who do you give it to?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it feels like the obvious should have been Shorzy mm. and, I, and I love it. And you know, the funny thing is as I was watching it, I had a moment where I, la- I actually laughed out loud after I realized how stupid it was. Mm. And I said, good for Kiso, man. It's great to see him showing his face now in his show. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. like, I had this total dumbass moment. Like, I swear, he's fucking Wayne.
4: But it,
1: yeah, I don't know. It was really <laughs> ridiculous, but it's I, but that shows how defined the two characters are. I didn't even consider him as Wayne for a moment. I'm like, he is Shorzy and oh, now we're Matt, seeing
0: Shor-Z You are Wayne. a special person. Yeah,
1: it, it was a good moment. But anyways, <laughs> no, it's 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 Sanguinette. Like mm-hmm. I'm in love with this kid. He's so good. Um, I, I'm with you, Vic. The way you said it. I couldn't wait for him to be in another scene. I'm like, I think he just brings so much to the table. I hope it continues. But Um, yeah where has he been welcome Hmm. to the show bud
0: (laughs) well done Robbie who do you give this game stick to
1: uh I think you have to give it to Shorzy
5: Mm -hmm. um it's uh he uh he's he's in what every every episode Mm -hmm. uh and uh yeah so I, I think he's uh he's the easy choice
0: all right Great. So Shorzy, two for Shorzy, two for Sanger and one for Nats. Excellent. So we're going to move on now to just a update to our cold open brackets results so far. Round two began on Monday. Uh, and uh, so far, the, the first match of round two, we had uh, Stuart's Horn annihilating Jay and Dan, 111 to 120. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. That makes sense. That. So Stuart's Horn wins. What? <laughs> You want me to do that? Oh, okay. Here we go.
3: I'm like... So, yeah, so... I'm, uh, for all the uh, Shorzy's, I'm like, Al, You have to take your tooth out, man. <laughs> for all the Shorzy episodes, we, ha- you have to have your tooth out because that just is fitting.
0: Like for so the
1: whole Al thing, I just removed one of his front teeth. Yeah, I, I moved the exact, the exact, tooth,
3: exact that tooth. Shorzy's missing. I so I'm like, oh my uh, god, you were really dedicated.
0: I had it removed. To. I had it removed, especially just
3: for this one. Mm-hmm.
0: That's how it's dedicated I am. All right, so there you go. I'm. I guess I'm doing this every time we record uh so Stuart Sorn beats jay and dan 111 to 20 and the one uh, the uh, match that's currently running is the sock hop yarn versus katie's big tarts and currently and predictably sorry trace uh katie's big tarts is winning big 99 34 so a surprise. you think so <laughs> no no of course <laughs> so there we, we got those two uh, matches in uh, next week. We'll have uh, plenty more to, to share about that uh, in the news. Uh, I've already said our interview with Darren Rose had to be postponed to next week, but we're looking forward to having him on. Also next week, we'll be on how are you now doing a table read of a fuss at the golf course. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we did our practice last week and uh, it's as good as I remember it. So I uh, can't wait for that. Uh, we also have one a new Apple review, uh, five stars, and it starts off best group of podcasters Uh, you don't even have to love letter kenny to fall in love with these guys if you haven't watched letter kenny then watch it and follow along with their podcast episode by episode and you'll feel like you're hanging out with family or at least your best friends soon enough uh the way they include their listeners makes it even more fun and that's from potato five 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 e i'm not sure who that is uh (laughs) if it's somebody we know please let me know so i can add you to our uh draws for for the end of the season All right, we're going to play us off here with a song from this episode. It's called Hex by Arc Patrol. Let that speed for a bit. all we have for this episode next week we review and recap episode two of shorzy veteran presence with our good luck charm eliza don't forget to give our sponsored diabolical coffee some love they are at diabolicalcoffee.com right now you can use the promo code protostand for 10% off any purchase from their site if you'd like to support the podcast rate us on itunes spotify or become a patron there's a patreon link on our site or twitter profile at Pod. we're also on facebook instagram and tiktok at protostandpod Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to go to the after party. See you all there. On behalf of Robbie, Matt, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week.